0: Symbols, hints, blues. The on the wall, but it's
1: up to you. Team what's up everyone? Welcome to the Expansion Team Podcast. T-Boy Scoops. I'm here with Max and Juan
2: Yo, what's up? Late night podcast. One might explode. What up, players?
1: Been an interesting uh couple days back after the All-Star break. Let's go ahead and break it down.
2: Uh, yeah, it definitely has. We have some college news to start off with, even though we're not really a college basketball podcast. But with the exception of Zion
0: Williamson,
1: everyone's a Zion Williamson podcast.
0: I don't think you think like Duke is <clears throat> not Duke, but college basketball is going to be furiously like pissed off that he's not going to play in the tournament.
1: Um, it's fine. Yeah, but I mean, what, what are you going to do?
0: But yeah. I think he is going to play, though, right? Because he's coming back pretty soon.
1: And he wants to play. Nah. He wants I wouldn't to.
0: play. But yeah, I mean, if you're worth Why me, wouldn't
2: you? Somewhere's worth millions of dollars, and the only thing I can do from here is lower my value.
1: Yeah, but he's a kid. He wants to play basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, if he wants to play, that's all good. I'm just saying, like... I would say this. I was on the same boat as you, but someone, like... Uh, I forgot who it was. Charles Barkley? No, it was someone else that was saying it. Bill he, Walton? He was just like, well... I mean, if you really look at it, what if he just really wants to play, like, at Duke? Just some kid. Just look at it from a kid's perspective. Not all of them think like Ben Simmons and just, like, want to do the, like, don't care about college. They just want to go to the NBA, which is probably very true for a lot of prospects. But, I mean, how cool you think it is for him to play with R.J. Barrett and all those other guys for Duke? And then the top of the lobby play for Coach K. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's that's... That's invaluable, like the experience that he's getting. I agree. I mean, those are great
2: points, but at the end of the day, I mean, if it's if he wanted to shut it down, I would not fault him. It's his decision. He's worth millions of dollars, and the NCA is just profiting off him. <coughs> those tickets at that, that game, were the like the UNC game, for twenty five hundred dollars because of one person, mm-hmm.
0: Zion Williamson. But do you have a problem if he plays? No. no. That's where it's I. his have, call. It's that's his where, call. where I have the problem where people are getting mad. Cause he is gonna play.
2: It's his call. If he's being forced to play and he doesn't want to, I'd be like, damn, you shouldn't play. But
0: but there's some people that are really out yeah, there I mean, that are.
2: I mean, how could you get mad at someone for doing what they want? Like mm. he's not hurting
0: anybody. Like no, because people tend to not realize. Like, well, what if he wants to play?
1: Yeah, I mean, people wouldn't fault him if he didn't want to play and it was like a crappy team. But Duke's a good team.
0: Because people are like, oh, he's stupid. He shouldn't. He shouldn't even play. He should just shut it down. Well,
2: well I mean, he's defi- what if he wants to play? He's definitely improved his draft stock just in the short time he's been at Duke. So, I mean, he's, he accomplished that goal. So, I mean, if he's enjoying it, Coach K is a great coach, I'd say play. You and
1: know? what if he doesn't want the last memory of him playing to be that spill and that injury? Like he wants to come back and say, hey, the injury was nothing. I'm fine. I'm still playing basketball and just wants his, stack, his draft stock to go up higher.
2: I mean, that's a good point. I don't think his draft stock can get higher because I think he's already a <clears> lock <throat> for number one pick. Uh, or to stay there. Oh no, yeah, and yeah, because you know, like RJ Barrett's look good without him to be honest. RJ Barrett had a huge game. They lost tonight, the though. They did. I like Zion. If he wants to play, play. If not, don't play. I would just say if you're going to risk your future for an organization NCAA that doesn't care about you. That's my only concern. They they're not there's no backup plan if he tears his ACL or ruptures the Achilles, he's going to lose millions of dollars. That's the only thing I'm concerned about is his health. Don't rush back. Take your time. You're a great player. He'd get drafted number one if he never played again. I think. Definitely. Like I said, his decision. Whatever he wants to do, I don't care. I yeah, man, it's his life,
0: right? It's just... It's a hard people thing. People got to stop getting offended yeah. by other people. Well, like, that's just on. the world these days. Yeah. Everyone feels... It's just as, as... Us as a society has gotten a lot softer. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of
2: ridiculous. People
0: could get offended if he
2: played. Like, who care? It's his decision. Like, what do you care? Yeah called twitter yeah
1: everyone has an opinion now
0: so everyone has an asshole everyone's offended to almost anything oh absolutely my couch would be black and people would get offended why isn't it white exactly (laughs) oh good one
2: uh moving on from zion we have james harden had his 30 point game streak come to an end i also wanted to bring up last thursday they played the lakers and I don't know if you saw the waterworks from James Harden after the game. He fouled out. He was just up in arms. The refs screwed him over. They're 0-7 against Scott Foster, who refed that game. He got fined. Do you think James Harden has any right to ever complain about not getting a call?
0: No, but um, he's a superstar. I think yeah, almost almost every NBA player that's been relevant has always complained about calls. Refs are never gonna be, refs are never gonna be perfect, especially with um, all the money that's on the line. Everything, everything is is magnified. So and the movement of players is so fast. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. To, you know, it's hard. The calls. Some refs, some refs are really bad. Don't get me wrong. Some of them, but some <coughs> some things, some things are that that really that really get on my nerves. Um, probably the last like 3 years I've been noticing this. I mean it's easy as us as as the audience and fans to look at a s- slow motion replay and be like, "Oh, that was a travel." But these guys are looking at it in real time. So, I mean, you got to kind of give them a little bit of a break.
1: But I mean, there's a lot of real time travels that are not called. Yeah. A lot. Like, yeah, like bl- the Bradley Bill one. Blat- that one was blatant. Yeah. Just, that was egregious. Yeah. Not even that. Just taking that like one dribble inside from the half court line and just stuttering like eight steps and then pulling up for three like Melo did or like countless players do. They've Those are def- obvious travels. They've
2: definitely gotten better. There's still room to improve more. I feel like there's this like gap in what the NBA refs consider. Like They could always talk about that gather step where the ball's like just bouncing. You have it like in your ha- hand, Hand. I think this Aussie, they need to shore up. Because I've seen Giannis, like, he'll, the ball be coming up. He'll take two steps. And he'll take another two, and he's like, oh, well, the ball was gathering. I'm like, dude, that's a travel. You didn't travel. Yeah. I mean, it's really a, a Giannis thing. Giannis travels like a gray once area. a game. Yeah, it's like a gray area. James Harden does it on that step back. Because they're like, oh, he has the ball, like, mm-hmm. it's in the air, but it's on his hand. It's weird. Um, I just have a problem with Harden. Because, one, he's a egregious flopper. He doesn't get fouled every time he goes to the rim. And I was getting annoyed during that game. A little Laker fan passion was coming out because I've just seen countless times he's like smashed into somebody, and he's gotten a bullcrap call. And Now it's it happens to him one time. Poor baby.
1: Do you think the Warriors have any room to to argue with refs with having five superstars on their team and being the freaking reason why basketball is boring?
2: I don't think basketball is boring, and I don't know. I don't think so because it's not like they're gaming the system of calling getting fouls called
1: if there's one thing that'll always come up to my mind when it comes to reps not making calls or making bad calls it's the million of illegal million illegal screens that the Warriors make to get open shots
2: I think that's a more NBA problem but the Warriors are at the forefront of that problem like, I think every team these days sets so an illegal pick because you can call on almost every play on every team I mean, all but these I see, professional- I see
1: some called on other teams. I rarely see. Out of I cannot remember the last time I saw one I called. I think Golden Warriors. State
2: does a great job of doing off-ball moving picks. A lot of the moving picks I see get called are on ball. There's very few off-ball moving picks I see, and I think that's where the NBA should step it up.
1: Yeah, but it'll be like off ball, like two feet away from the ball handler. Someone setting an off ball pick moving, and the person comes off the screen. And it's not like the ref isn't looking there. The ref can clearly see it. It's right next to the person with the ball. And it's not called. I, that's
2: a good point. Do you think a fourth ref would help mediate that issue? Definitely. In <clears throat> both sports.
1: <laughs> I think the ref just making that call would would stop the issue. Because I, I, I'm telling you, I know the ref sees it. Well, there's there's no free- way the ref doesn't see it.
2: So this offseason, there was a freedom of movement rule. Should there be a freedom of defensive movement rule? Like, you can't impede the defender's progress. Like, a guy just coming. Tyson Chandler got called from where he, like, grabbed somebody. Like do you think there need to be more of those calls where offense kind of he doesn't screen him but he's in the way?
0: Yeah, uh it's a gray area though because at the same time some guys just set an off-ball pick like especially the Warriors they make it seem like well I'm getting to a to a certain spot. You got to let me move, you know what I mean? So it's kind it's kind of <laughs> like the like the pick route in 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 football like I'm running around trying to go there but at the same time I'm picking you. You get what the I'm rule, saying?
1: the rule is very simple. Sure, if you're moving forward and trying to get to a spot and you're in the way of the person, that is completely different. Well, that's
0: what they do. That's the gray area.
1: That's not the part that I'm talking about. There are times where you are clearly setting a pick, your feet are moving, and you're making contact with the person, and there is no call for an illegal pick. That is an illegal pick, and it is not called. Plenty of times in the Warriors, I've seen it. I can show you. Just not called.
2: I th- I think that's a league-wide problem. It's not just the Warriors, to be honest with you. <clears throat> and that's Probably what
0: professional is. teams do, though, man. They they look at the rules. They look at every possible rule, and they try to work around it. They say, well, I don't think I don't th- any... I don't
1: think it's the team. I think it's it's the league. The league is like, oh, if, if this team is doing this, and it's against the rules, but it's getting us ratings and making us money, or they're winning off of it, or it's the Warriors, then let them do it.
0: No, I just think... They're they're going off a rule that, that doesn't get called. They're going off a, a, a thing that doesn't get called that much. So they're like, you know what? Let's just keep on doing it until they change it.
1: I think it's it's the off ball screens, the being able to travel, the things, the carries, the little things like that that aren't called because you calling that would get in the way of the action of the of the basketball game. They don't call those off ball screens. The Warriors are at the forefront of it. Because if you call all those off ball screens that they do a lot that are illegal screens a lot of them, then you're not gonna be able to see the Warriors at their magic do what they do best. Do you, you call those travels on Giannis as ten less points for him?
2: Say the Warriors play a team like the Bulls. Do you think the Warriors run into that problem of off ball screens or like moving picks? Like other teams seem to run in with them. Because I think a big problem of why we don't think the Warriors like the Warriors get away with it is because it doesn't affect them because they just switch it and once you switch it, there's no you can't get a moving pick on someone who switched it. You know that's what I'm saying. Like I just feel like part of your reasoning for thinking they do it so much is because you don't see it happen to them because they just switch it, so it doesn't. They don't have the opportunity to happen to them.
1: No, I'm I'm you're saying it's a league-wide thing <clears throat> and it doesn't matter if it's the Warriors, the Kings, the Nuggets, whoever does it, it's illegal. You shouldn't be doing it.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I understand that, but you always you bring up the Warriors more than any other team, so I was just curious. Because
1: they're the ones that I see do it the most. And, do and you think these...
0: it happens to them the least amount? I don't know. I tell you this, Danny. The legal picks are not the reason why the Warriors are winning. Oh
1: no. That I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's a that's a problem. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of problems, but the the NBA would rather have the game go faster with less calls than definitely than getting called. That's the truth. Because every year they're trying to eliminate um, defense.
1: Yeah, yeah, that. Yep.
0: But and even the the speed of the game. They oh just, yeah. They want to have a quicker game. Just Rev quick, up. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go on a little tangent from the NBA marginalizing
2: defense. Uh, I was. I was reading about Rudy Gobert, one of my favorite players. You know, whatever, shut up. I like the Jazz. Jazz but boy. But as good as an impact as he can have, do you think the way the NBA has shifted more towards the offense, the rules favor the offense, would you agree that that has marginalized defensive players' impacts?
1: Of course.
2: Certain defensive players, yeah. Would you say more perimeter-oriented guard? Yeah. Like Tony Allen wouldn't have... As good as Tony Allen was on defense, you put him today, do you think he's just worse on defense
0: because he because of the rule change? Yeah. The style of play, but I would say, um I don't
1: I would, know about Tony Allen.
0: The rule changes are really going yeah, but the because Tony Certain Allen Certain guys,
1: yeah, but Tony Allen was he he hustled and he was smart. If there was a rule he'd work around it. No, but, but he, he was gonna take kinda take away his physicality. Exactly that's what
0: I'm That was of. his big thing. He'll you know, he'll get in your jersey. But I think it really benefits people now who can really move their feet, who are athletes. I like, think. Yeah,
1: but Tony, Tony Allen was freaking Father Grind. If you needed him to move his feet, he'd move his feet. Yeah, but I, I think. I'm just saying, any other defenders, sure. I'm sure there are a lot of defenders you can name, but Tony Allen was an elite defender. A
0: yeah. lot of the things that he does, though, to impact his his matchup is not legal today and will be called today.
2: If you want to look at it, you know, I would say another elite defender from that time would be Shane Battier. And I don't think Shane Battier physically imposed on people the way Tony Allen did. And just by Tony Allen's physicality, he's going to get he's in a foul. And just because I would say
0: I would say another guy who would not fit today's NBA that probably won't be as good as he was was Bruce Bowen. Oh, yeah, well, he, get,
2: he gets suspended every other week yeah. for doing something
0: dirty.
1: But I don't think it's fair to say that these people don't w- wouldn't fit in today's NBA. No, I'm not saying they will They, fit. they, they, they will
0: adjust, but they wouldn't be able to play the same style. Yeah, of
1: course not, because it's a different type of basketball. But saying that this person wouldn't be able to do this or wouldn't be good in this era because it's a different style, you can't okay, say that. Okay, well, let me rephrase.
0: They wouldn't be able to do the stuff that they were doing. Of course, yeah. No, of I'm just course saying they wouldn't. Tony Allen would just—I'm
2: just saying the way the NBA's gone— his best skills being taken Physical. away mm-hmm. by the NBA, like defense is being taken away. I was just making that point. I just no, think yeah. that's a great, I know. I just yeah, think I, that I sucks that. to me. You know, I, as much as I love seeing 140 to 138, I don't. I kind of miss games where it was 95 to 87. I would
1: much rather see a game with that score that was played well on both sides of the basketball.
0: Yeah, people think because there's not a I lot of. Disagree. I think. I don't know. Probably you guys, but a lot of the fans will say that, and they, they won't.
1: Yeah, I know, of course. Fucking 12-year-olds and casual fans, all I they want to see guys, is the three-pointers and the dunks.
0: I believe you guys, but there's a lot of people that will say that statement that you just said, and, oh, I'd rather see you 99 to to 97, but they really won't because, I mean, look at the Super Bowl. We had a defensive game. Everyone hated it.
1: But, I mean, that's that's where it comes down to... I hated it because I I don't watch football and I want to see something freaking spectacular. I don't want to just see defense. I want to see something fun. And that's how a lot of basketball fans are. They don't care. They don't care really one way or the other. They just want to see Steph Curry shoot threes or Giannis dunk on someone. But for someone like me, Max, and even Juan, we know all 30 teams. We know all these guys. You know, we know who's playing out there. And we'll, you know, if it's, even if it's Kings or someone, it doesn't matter. We know the people that are on the court and we enjoy watching them play. And we enjoy watching them play both sides of the basketball. Not all fans of basketball are like that. Not all of them know every basketball player. Some of them might just be like a casual Warrior fan. So when they're out there, they just want to see their team score, and they don't really care about anything else. If it's a, a, a defensive game, they're like, oh, this is this is whack. I don't want to watch this. It's boring. I,
0: I would say this though. Uh, we can't forget about. I mean, the, the tempo of the game now, like the pace. I think the, the pace is a big part of it, too, though, just as much as defense. Don't get me wrong. You can't play defense today, but a big reason why of those these these 140s and 130s put, getting put up is because of the pace. Same thing with the stat lines. I would just – yeah,
2: just to close this out, I would just say when I think a great defensive team from maybe like 10 years ago, I think maybe the Celtics, 08 Celtics with – they had great defenders. Rondo, Ray Allen was good. Paul Pierce is good. KG, Defensive Player of the Year. San Antonio. Perkins, yeah. But now I feel like, oh, it's your defensive system. It's the war. Like I'd say the Warriors are a good defensive team, but they don't have five great defenders. They have like three, three and a half. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's more of the system of what you can do and get away with. I think that's what the NBA is evolving to. Like Utah, they're a great defensive team. Who's a good defender on Utah? Who's not Rudy Gobert?
1: They just, the Warriors have play amazing, help defense. Amazing.
2: Yeah, and they just cover so much ground because they're small and they're quick. Like, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder is a good defender, but it's not like you have the, what, the Pistons, the 04 Pistons with Bellups, Hamilton, Prince, Wallace, and Wallace. Those are five pretty good defenders.
1: Like, you think, like, oh, in a, in a Warriors Thunder matchup, freaking Russell Westbrook should just post up Steph Curry every time and just score on them. And it's like, yeah, until Draymond is able to you know, help and like make Russell Westbrook make a decision and it's not always the right one. Like the Warriors the Warriors play ridiculous defense. Or Russell Westbrook shoots
0: three for thirty one. On Curry. Oops. Speaking of defense, let's talk about a player who hasn't been playing defense lately and LeBron James. Oh God. And the Lakers. Who's How how should we start this? Can I start? Yeah.
1: Okay. I wanted to start this with a public service announcement to every Laker fan in the world, because as soon as the Grizzlies beat the Lakers, my phone was blown up by a bunch of Laker fans that were telling me the Lakers, though the Lakers, the Lakers are trash, man. The Lakers, they can't even beat the Grizzlies. Like they're they're losing against all these teams, man. Like what the heck? Like LeBron's time here, like he's not going to do anything. Like did you see how we played? They're going to be terrible. And all I told everyone, it it just it started to aggravate me cuz i'm like yo like do you, like what's what's going on through your guys' head right now do you not know what's what the plan is like it's obvious what's going on here and it was obvious from the beginning what the plan was we signed lebron to a long-term deal we didn't sign him to a 1 year it's not like he's gone after this year we signed him to 4 years if i'm correct 4 years mm-hmm. and we knew that this first year was there was no expectations we signed a bunch of one-year deals to a bunch of in my opinion kind of random basketball players good basketball players but it was just a collection of basketball players to see how it would work with LeBron and the real test is going to be the season coming up and possibly even the season after that like we have to you got to be patient you got to understand that Magic, Palenka, LeBron these guys all sit in a room and they talk about it they're like hey you know it's the these are just the growing pains of the team you know if the things that happen here in in this season it's not a big deal and yeah, the whole thing with Anthony Davis and the 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 young guys on our team not playing well because of all the trade talk and stuff. And LeBron addressed that. He said, if if outside talk is gonna bother you, you're on the wrong franchise. And I agree 100%. Maybe it's 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 weird for LeBron to say it, but it's it, he's right 100%. If if the stuff that's going on around you is gonna bother what you do on the court, I don't want you on the basketball team. I would rather have you somewhere else and someone that could take it because there's an end goal. And every player has to keep their eye on the prize, and that is win basketball games and win a championship.
2: I liked everything you said, except where you said there's no expectations for this year. I think the only expectation was we get into the playoffs, and that's the one area that I would disagree with your statement. Everything else I agreed with, it was great thoughts. Uh, the young guys have definitely – it's been a tumultuous season. There's, let's, let's, let's be real, Laker fans. The injuries have been bad. LeBron for 20 games. I'm rounding up. It was 18. 20 games. Ingram suspended four games. It just seemed like nobody was ever together at their peak at the right time. Um, Josh
1: Hart as well, right? Josh Hart, tendonitis. I've been seeing and hearing a bunch of stuff like, where's Josh Hart been this season? He's been so bad.
2: I He definitely struggled without LeBron. And then the knee was bugging him, knee tendinitis, and he fell out of the rotation. He kind of reappeared. He reappeared in Houston. And that Houston game, I thought it was going to be a jumping off point. It was like, man, that's what we needed. We're down by 19. We come back on a good Houston team. It's been killing people. And we go to New Orleans. And I don't know if you watch the game, but if you watch, we lost for one reason. Effort. We had no effort. Guys like Chiek Diallo were out there re- out-rebounding us, getting easy buckets. LeBron wasn't guarding us all. And I understand you're pacing yourself, but there's no excuse for standing in the middle of the key. Your guy's on the three-point line. Your guy shoots the ball and then pointing at somebody.
1: Do we have any hustle players on the Lakers roster that are just there for their effort? Like Lonzo. A I would say
2: is
0: the best guy, even though he's not just there because he's an effort. He's talented. Yeah, but He's he the best energy guy, and he's out. And- I'm just going to say, man, in my opinion, I think Lonzo Ball's the second most important player on the Lakers. I think it's obvious. When he plays, his tempo is contagious on the break his defense, his effort is contagious and you can say all you want about his funny form, you can say all you want about his inconsistent shot, but everything else on the basketball court, rebounding, defense, running the offense, making the right pass, he does it all.
1: He's a big point guard too. If he had a jump, if he had a consistent jump shot, he could easily be a top 5 point guard of the of the future.
0: And I think anytime when he was out it was a problem, it was a big problem, and I I feel like we're just not the same team without him.
1: But to my original question, do we have any also players like a Cheick Diallo, like a, just someone that's that's there? That yeah, they may be a little talented, but they're mostly there just for the effort that they bring to the game.
2: Not in the big department, I would say our best effort. Josh Hart, yeah, Josh Hart would be. I'd say our best effort guys were this season had, were Zubak, but he's gone. And that's he's not even a big effort guy, but he's played harder than Tyson Chandler. JaVale McGee don't play that hard. I don't like JaVale McGee at all. Mm-hmm. Talking about, oh, he's look at this great season he's having. <laughs> he's a great look at all these blocks. Great defender. I watched him get annihilated by Jonas Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Like, only guy on that team who could score is Mike Conley, and he just decimated us. Um it's embarrassing to watch our effort. Kyle Kuzma's awful on defense. And honestly, he's
1: The the lack of effort, do you think it's because they're thinking the same thing? Like, we're waiting for next season? No. I think think part of it is LeBron.
2: I think part of it is the leader is being lazy. So, the underlings are going to be lazy. But part of it is Kuzma sucks at defense even when he tries. So, when he doesn't try, it just exacerbates the fact. In the games after the All-Star break, the only guy who's played hard has been Brandon Ingram. In my opinion. Uh... Everyone else has been been bad. Lance, bad. KCP,
0: bad. JaVale, bad. Tyson, bad. Rondo. Rondo, bad. Luke. I don't like how Luke's been, to be honest, with the lineups, man. I don't understand it. I I just really don't. I agree, but I feel bad that Luke's going to lose his
2: job because his team doesn't want to play hard.
0: And I I would say this, man, what I've been telling people for the last couple days is... I understand your point, Danny, with the four-year thing. It's a process, but I would put this more on Magic and Pelinka, man, because, yeah, you signed LeBron. You did your job. But if you really look at it from all the outside stuff after that, I mean, you get a team full of these guys like JaVale McGee, Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and this whole notion that, oh, we're going to get a bunch of playmakers, and we're going to play fast. Didn't work. I mean, just look for a a, um, a great example. Reggie Bullock, the guy hasn't even been on the fucking team for more than a month.
1: He's been playing good.
0: And look how good he's playing. You know why? Because he, he can fucking shoot. <laughs> that's why. And that's what LeBron needs around him. He <clears throat> needs shooters, not playmakers. He needs shooters.
1: I agree I, I agree with you. LeBron does need shooters. And that was the first concern that all three of us have when he was getting guys like Rondo, getting guys like Lance, getting guys that are guys with the ball in their hands and not exactly off-ball players. But I'm telling you, like, there's just a general panic from Laker fans right now and from people in general like Stephen A. Smith, like saying it's a it's a disgrace and stuff like that. It's like all these guys are saying these things and yeah, and in, in like looking at it through this lens, it's like, yeah, you're right, but I mean when you're looking at the big picture, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm- I think if we get to the end of that contract that we have with LeBron, and if it was that entire time of this, yes, you have a problem. But it's the first it's like the first half of the first year. Like, I don't. We need to I do know, man.
0: I don't. I don't look at it like that. I mean, it's easy to say that, but a lot of shit has been going south. Um. Okay, just look at it for this example. Yeah, Paul George, that has been saying he's been wanting to be a Laker for how long?
1: A long time. And you don't
0: even get a fucking meeting with him. What does that say? And the the, like, it's not a for sure thing. We're gonna get Anthony Davis. It's not a for sure thing. We're gonna get Kyrie. Or Kawhi Leonard. It's
1: not a for sure thing we're gonna get anyone. anyone.
0: So that's what I'm saying. So you might have to work with what you got here. And what you got right here is a bunch of guys who are either scared to death to get traded or who look at the leader and LeBron and don't play defense, whatever it is, or a bunch of guys who can't shoot. I mean, it's it's hard to look at. It's hard it's it's really hard to look at.
2: I'm just gonna make a quick point. Um when teams rebuild there's like a face to it, right? We can agree to that. Lakers had their awful phase, Like Kobe's last year, it was awful. We sucked. It was great to see Kobe go out like that. Let's, let's be real. But we sucked. So what happens? We get a high draft pick. We get another high draft pick. And we're like, oh, wow, we got all these high draft picks. And then last year, it's like, wow, the team's kind of coming together. We lost some – we had a bad stretch, but everyone saw, like, this team's better than their record. We were a good defensive exactly. team last year. So now you have that same court, and you put – what we all thought—what who's the best player in the world on the team—and you take a step back. That's why, I think yeah, people that's are alarming, and that's why I'm alarmed. And I think there's certain things people aren't even looking at. And it's like, can we trust Lonzo Ball to stay healthy? He was hurt last year. He's hurt this year. Can we trust Kyle Kuzma to
0: improve on defense? Hasn't done that. He, yeah, he can score the ball. He did that last year, guys. And then all three of them—you can say Lonzo, mainly the big three of of the young guys: Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, and Lonzo. All three of them are not consistent in the scoring department. All three of them. I will feel pretty good though if Ingram keeps up this pace he's having towards the end of the year. He but should, but he should have
2: been doing this the whole year. He's a third-year player. Come on, it's time to bulk the
0: panties. That and there's been times when he's had stretches like this, but can he keep it up? Yeah, and I'm afraid going in teams, all those regions we thought we we're gonna get
2: be like, oh wow, well, because the whole plan was we got to make the playoff show teams. We're gonna we're getting in the right way, instead of taking a step towards. The goal, we went back. If exactly. we don't make the playoffs, and right, I told Juan before, if like during the Pelicans games, if we lose any of these t- next two games,
0: I doubt we make the playoffs. These are the big ones. You have to win those games. People are saying, oh, there's a lot of games. Memphis left. is trying to lose games. I'm like, look, man, we just lo- we dropped two games with guys who didn't even have arguably their best players. Definitely when Anthony Davis and Memphis didn't have um, Jared Jackson. That's arguably been their best player this year. And they traded Marcus Hall. And they're trying to lose games. Did I mention they're trying to lose games? Yeah. And so, with these with the schedule coming up, I mean, you have to play, play Milwaukee twice. You got to play Toronto. You still got to play Portland. You still got to play Sacramento. Play Milwaukee. You got to play the Clippers. Like, those are all playoff teams. And
2: the thing that's the most alarming is we didn't lose because, oh, man, they shot 30 for 30 from three. Like, it was unbelievable. We lost because we lost those games. Like, yeah. it wasn't they outplayed us. We were just... Garbage. We just didn't care enough to do what needed to be done. And that's the egregious thing.
1: I honestly don't think it's that big a deal if we miss the playoffs. I think, I think it it's is. a big
2: deal. Because okay. you don't have the best player in the world on your team and miss the playoffs. I understand we're in the West, but there's no way the Clippers should it's have a This is Laker record. town,
0: baby. You can't come up in here and just not make the playoffs. I'm sorry. It's the Lakers, man. You got to make it.
1: I don't think there's... Really, in the long run of again how they're setting this up in different phases and how it's going to go, I don't think that there's going to be a big difference between being in the eighth seed and losing getting swept but between that and being the ninth or tenth seed.
2: But if you go to the playoffs and say they go say they get to Golden State, they lose in four, but it's always competitive, that's showing teams we went in the right direction, we have not gone in the right direction, and only. T- and the more and more we see, is it, not players going to bad teams to make their own legacy. It's we got to go to a team that's already almost there. KD to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Kyrie to Boston. Or Gordon Hayward to Boston. The team was already there. Kyrie was, was traded there. But the more and more we're seeing players go to teams that are already established, they're not going to teams that are garbage.
1: I think if we keep if we keep seeing this effort from LeBron, it is because of what I said. LeBron, LeBron has checked out of this season, and he's gearing up for next season. Because this season, That's a punk move. there's no expectations.
2: Or he's getting old. He can't keep doing this. And, that,
1: and he's conserving himself for the season that matters, which is not this one. Because, again, no expectations for this season. This team isn't going to win a championship this I season. I think they had expectations. They had the
0: expectation of the playoffs. To make the playoffs.
1: Were they going to win a championship?
0: No, but it wasn't like if we were getting to dance game. with the best player in the world. You have a chance.
1: I didn't see no it. No one day. counted them
0: out. No one was like, they're 0% chance. It's not like you're Brooklyn. You're the Los Angeles Lakers with the best player in the world. That just made the finals nine, eight straight times, whatever it was.
1: I think Magic, Palenka, and LeBron are sitting somewhere and thinking, we haven't even gotten to the to the meat of this yet. We're, st- we're we still got a long way to go
0: if they have if they have that mindset that's very foolish of them yeah that's I mean, very foolish if to you're not make at the it like play- that. i mean well there's no benefit to not making the i'm playoffs. not saying
1: they don't want to make it i'm saying it's not a giant deal if they don't
0: but i think the young guys i think they're to gonna experience tr- i think winning. they're gonna
1: try but if they don't make it it's like okay we'll all i'm saying
0: if they're thinking like that if they don't get no one they're fucked because you're gonna have oh, the yeah, same roster. I agree.
1: I agree. But I mean, you got Magic, you got LeBron. There's gonna be some interest there from someone. All it's, I'm saying it's is Magic.
0: I um, will put the majority of the blame of Magic and Palinka because the majority of the roster has been set up by them. If by
1: the end of these, if by the end of these four years, they don't win anything, freaking all of the blame goes on Magic and Palenka, You fire them both. I would. But I think that's. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that it's going to happen exactly how they planned.
2: I just think not making the playoffs is a bad way to start off this tenure. There's yeah. no reason. Those young guys need that experience going forward. And, I mean, I mean, if we're going to trade them, that'd be great. But we just tried to. We auctioned off the whole team, and they said no. And we're playing with fire. Teams don't want to help us. Teams don't want to trade with us. And free
1: agents I want to play with us.
0: Yeah. I, mean, like I just work. find that really strange how you can't even get a meeting with a guy. With Paul George, I think that's that's really suspect. You can't even get a meeting with the guy. I th- think this Laker team is
2: just going to be a strange thing, and they're going to be at the head of a lot of storylines as we continue. They've already been the story, and they're not even in the playoffs. They're a huge story. All I know is that the Lake, if they don't make the playoffs, the Lakers better hope that they get somebody. I'm going to ask one final question before you move on. If they don't make the playoffs, is LeBron still the best player in the world?
0: No. Yes. No, I am leaning towards no. I think KD. We've we've always talked this. KD's have have has always been on his tail, and the thing with LeBron is every year it's oh, uh, regular season don't matter. And then I I would say this: the season the season will will end, and everyone will be like, it's not LeBron, man. Guys like Giannis or James Harden or Russell Westbrook, man. Look what look what they're doing, and then the playoffs come around. And they're like, okay, it's LeBron. <laughs> LeBron is single handedly dominating.
1: Gonna, <clears throat> I think it's still going to be that way. If not this season, if not this season, because they missed the playoffs. Next one, when they he's get not going to
0: have the playoffs to show.
1: Okay, well, it's not like it's the last playoffs of his career. But it's also he's going to have the next one.
2: It's also the fact that this season he's arguably looked the worst out of his career. I mean, it's pretty like his last year in Cleveland, he looked invincible. <laughs> he was jumping. I mean, this year he's in the playoffs. Look,
1: look, look, the worst effort wise. Is that what you mean?
2: Effort and just overall, like, just dominance. He, like, he's dominated, and now he's not yeah. dominating to his, like, he, everyone's going to say he had a triple-double yesterday. He played bad, guys. He didn't play yeah. good. He was 8 for 24, couldn't get by people. They were honestly guarding him. I've never seen that from LeBron. That's what's concerning to me. It's not just about we're losing. It's like, man, you're you, it's not like you're going out there getting 30 easy. It looks like you're actually struggling to get in, 30.
1: In my opinion, I think it's just Goku in his base form. Yeah, there's no need for him to go Super Saiyan yet, so he's not doing it.
2: What? Do you, there, this is the time to do it. You're not gonna make the playoffs. And is, that's the only goal you guys had going in. They everyone said we got to make the playoffs. We're gonna make the playoffs. That's the one time. This is the only time to turn up against two awful teams. Because we won what thirty-seven games last
0: year, something like
2: that. Yeah, pretty low. Maybe even less. I think maybe.
0: I mean, if you don't win as many games as last year, come on, man.
2: Let's move on to another struggling team. Lakers are rivals. The boss, the Boston Celtics. Boston. Kyrie is slowly poisoning the team for the Lakers one. Is that your conspiracy thing? <laughs>
0: Man, they look really bad tonight. They got their ass kicked by the uh, Raptors. Really bad. And then they had the camera go on Kyrie and Kyrie look look very very upset. Very upset. <laughs> Do you think Kyrie will call out the young guys? I mean, probably, but let me just say this. Let me just say this. Can we all just say that he's not I think a the whole league, the whole league and every NBA fan was a little bit too quick to for this Jason Tatum guy? Because I really don't think he's had that good of a season. I think he's been a shell of himself.
1: Yeah, but I don't think one season defines a player, though.
0: I mean, he's, it's a really bad season though compared to last year it is i wouldn't go as far as that he
2: definitely hasn't had like the magic of this rookie year he's looked good i just think the team's just in chaos and the chaos is kind of seeping into him i still think he's one of the best young guys we have without a doubt and i just want to say one quick thing Kyrie irving can't lead the team i think we've established that by this point just because you can say you're the leader doesn't mean you're a leader. But I wouldn't go as far to say what you're saying. He's looked to shell himself. No, I wouldn't go that far. Who? Jason Tatum. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I would say that man. I think the the one shell of himself guy on the team is Gordon Hayward for sure. Yeah, Gordon Hayward's brilliant. Jalen Brown's definitely lost some confidence. It's weird because all the guys we thought were gonna be good for them, like Hayward, Tatum, um, Tatum, Rozier, they all been kind of iffy. But like the guys were like, oh, Marcus Smart. Marcus Morris.
0: They've been great for them. I don't know, man. I don't see anything of Jason Tatum that I seen last year. I just don't see the same player.
2: Do you think if Kyrie got hurt right now, they go on a run?
1: Yep. I think.
2: I I think they would too.
1: I think Kyrie needs to leave that team.
2: He's had a really weird season. First, he was like, oh, I'm going to be here (laughs) if they want me. Then they ask him, he's like, don't ask me that shit.
1: He needs to go. I'll tell you later. It's clear that. When you got a team in, in shambles like that and how they play with him versus without him, it is a completely different team. Completely different. They look like a basketball team when he's not on the court.
2: They've won the last four without him. And then they've lost a lot with them lately.
1: They look like a basketball team when he's not on the court. And when he's on the court, they look like his basketball team. And that has been translating to losses.
0: I wouldn't disagree, but...
1: Now, I'm man. not saying he's a bad basketball player. Yeah, it's just
0: tough, man. I think it'll just be tough to get to just like be like, all right, go ahead, sign with another team. We're not even going to offer you nothing. I mean, I would try to make it work.
1: I would try to make it work. I would say I'm trying to make it work and then trade him.
0: Well, he's a free agent so.
1: for literally anything, just so I don't. Oh, yeah, free. That's what I'm saying. I'd re sign him and then just trade him.
2: You'd have to wait a long time before he could do that, and then it could just spiral out of control if he figures that out. I would just let him walk. I mean, if I'm if i found the Celtics and I feel like that, I would just let him walk. To be fair, I you him have him. a point guard in waiting, Terry Rozier, who you can retain if you let him walk. And
0: one smiling because he, he was calling for Kyrie trade before. It's tough, though, man. It's tough because they're going to have that problem. Like, let's say Tatum let's say Tatum doesn't end up the guy because when they were winning who was the guy that was going to take that shot jason tatum right mm-hmm. you talking with, about last year's playoff run yeah oh yeah he was the guy to take that shot mm-hmm. i mean what if he just keeps on being like this average player... I think they
1: have a lot of guys that can take the shot. I think Tatum's one of them. Marcus Morris has been clutch for them before. Terry Rogier has been clutch for them before. And think, it's not just the players that are on their team. Think of the players that one day will be on their team. They have a lot of draft picks.
0: I think it's a whole different story when it's Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, uh, possibly. I think it's a whole different animal, and I think that's why they felt like, man, like, if we had Kyrie... Like,
1: but if the, if the team's in shambles and you're losing games regardless... One, you might not even get close enough for Kyrie to hit a game winner. And two, if the team is trash and they're not backing him, he's not going to hit that game winner.
0: Yeah, but to go back to your guys' point, let's say they do get rid of Kyrie and they go with Terry Rozier and they go with the lineup from last year. I mean, what if they just still have that problem with the you know game on the line? They don't know who to go to.
1: I think they're baking, banking on Jason Tatum becoming that guy.
0: Well, they better hope. It's definitely tough to
2: evaluate Tatum to some degree because there's so much going on with them. They got so many guys who can, are capable of using the ball and handling the ball. He doesn't get a lot of shots. He's not like a young guy. Like Ingram last year, he got a lot of shots. Nobody else had to touch the ball. Kuzma, this team got Brown, Rozier, Irving, Horford, Morris, Smart. They got a lot of mouths to feed stuff. Brown has definitely been the most disappointing Celtic. Gordon Hayward, I give him the pass because he's coming off a freak injury? They were, I, go ahead, Danny.
1: They were showing a duo like a like a who had the better duo between Ingram and Kuzma and um,
2: Tatum and Brown. Tatum
1: and Brown, and they were saying Ingram and Kuzma because of their stats. But I'm like, yeah, look at look at the team that Tatum and and uh, Brown are playing on. Like they're not getting the same touches and the same things that Ingram and Kuzma are.
2: Who would you take? What duo?
1: That's tough, man. To me,
2: it just comes down to Ingram because Ingram's like, man, how good is this guy? We have no freaking clue how good he is yet because you can so much, you can keep getting better.
1: I think it's. I take
2: Kuzma and Ingram.
1: I think it's tough because yeah, you I you would think Kuzma and Ingram, but I mean I'm just looking at the defensive side of the ball between the duo. Tatum and Brown play better defense than Kuzma and Ingram to an extent. Yeah, I both think- both sides can score, and I think Ingram's the best ball handler out of the four, but. Um, and like I said, they, it's not like Tatum's a scrub with the basketball in his hands. He can get his own shot, like he can score. And Brown is pretty athletic. Like they they'll do fine on the offensive end, and they can play defense. So
2: you're taking?
1: I would I would take Brown and Tatum at this point. I'm a huge huge Kuzma fan. I I, I do like Kuzma, but yeah, he is lackadaisical on defense.
2: I th- I think there's it's not even lackadaisical. I just think he's so. He's capped, you know. He's just ability. Some guys don't have it to lock up, and he. I don't think he'll ever be able to do it, and he just gets torched by scrubs all the time. I don't think
1: you can say ever.
2: I'm calling it. He's bad defender. Bad defender. He's not. He's pretty old. He's thirty four. No, but he's old. He's not young. How old? Was he, 23? He gets old for a second-year player in the NBA. Doesn't it doesn't matter young. about
1: his year. I'm talking about his age. 23 is young.
2: Young, but, I mean, you're, you've already played so much basketball. You're not going to get that much better. It's not like a guy like Ingram who's 19 coming into the NBA. He's 22 when he came into the NBA. He played four years at Utah.
1: He's, he, I get it. He's played basketball. He's still only 23 years old.
2: And it's his ga- Most of the guys who ha- have crazy leaps is because of their bodies developing or they come up with some freak skill out of nowhere. Like Victor Oladipo like, man, I can dribble now and I can hit moving shots. I just don't see where Kuzma is gonna get better. Like, what are you gonna do better defensively? You're gonna just what get crazy yoked and you can super maybe strong? get stronger. And then what he's put on a
1: lot of muscle between first and second year.
2: It's done nothing for him. So that's why I'm, here's my question: what
0: where's he made a where's he made a stride to give me belief? I will give him at least at least a, another another season before. You put the ever on him. But as far as right now, when you look at it, you know, four-year college player, um, first to second year, he hasn't really improved massively. We're talking defense far... mostly right now. No, clearing that up. I'm not well, talking about offense. Offense, he can be,
2: I think, it, as good as he wants to be on offense. He's that talented. It's offense.
0: And I would say on, on, on defense, too. I mean, I think if he really puts a mindset to it to play defense, I think that will make him at least – you know, 30% better on defense just to be a willing defender.
1: So he doesn't get any better on defense. Could you see him on a championship team if he got better on offense? And if he wasn't on that championship team, would you want him starting? Or would you want him as like a six-man? Six man?
2: Six-man. Six-man because he's just a, ch- he's a chucker, honestly. He's not an efficient guy, truthfully. So. And he's not a great shooter. Spiro, he can't shoot great. If he has like six open threes, he's gonna miss three of them. Like that's not great for being open. Like people be like, oh, he's a knockdown shooter. He's not that good. It's it's streaky with him. Some games he's four for five, and some games he's zero for six from three. I'm speaking. Mid range he's pretty good, and he's got great floaters, finishes. He would be trying to dunk people all the time, and I'm like, you're not that athletic.
1: But I mean, that jump shot's something you can't work on too.
2: Uh yeah, I, I think he can get a better. Stroke. More efficient. Yeah, I think you can do a little better on that end. I think that's something we that give comes, it at least a season or two.
1: To, I think that's something that comes with a little play. bit of strength, a little bit more strength training too. Stronger you get easier just to shoot.
2: Hey Pelicans, if you're listening, I really like Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's great. You should trade him straight. You should up. pair him up
1: with his old teammate Julius Randle. he played play yeah. even better.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't even I can't even think of an awful name to give those to you.
1: Like a, a freaking bully, the bully, the bully bros bully <laughs> why you bully me Juan,
2: well, who are you taking kuzma or T- or kuzma T- ingram Tatum
0: brown I'm going Tatum brown just because they've shown more in more pressure situations okay sure as well was it what did it come down to for you Because you, like,
2: basically you're betting on Ingram right like is it upside mostly yeah and Tatum's I feel like it just comes down to who's gonna be better ingram or Tatum mm but I would say I would pick, I would pick Kyle, uh, Kyle Kuzma over Jalen Brown. I would, too. Jalen just looked really bad this year. Yes. Um, you got Anything else you want to add to this? No. Topic. We're going to go on to Sacramento. I wrote an article earlier this year, and I'm ready to say this team might not be the playoffs, but they're definitely not the same old Sacramento, Queens, Kings. They're for real. They're up and coming. They're pretty good, man, especially I, with Marvin Bagley showing what he got, too. I wish the Lakers played with the amount of
0: effort these guys played with. These guys play with <laughs> they effort. Play like, I wouldn't even say like, effort. I would say more speed, man. They're fast.
1: Yeah, but speed comes with effort. I think they play like they have something to prove. <sighs> they're I th-
0: hungry. I think they're really fast, man. They want to win. I think they got athletes I everywhere. don't think they
1: have anything to wait for. They're like, we want to we wanna prove that we're we're a legit basketball team. We want you to respect us. Buddy he has been shooting great. Darren Fox is blown by people. Dave
2: Jogger's been getting mad at Buddy Hill for making shots.
1: I think, uh, Bo 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 John,
0: Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich. Yeah, Yeah, Bog.
1: Freaking Bog. Old 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 Boggy. He's been (laughs) Jesus Christ. He's been. I think he's been kind of overlooked as an important piece of that team. He's been. I like him. I have liked him since last season. Um. Willie Collie Stein's having a decent year. They have... It's just like you can keep going down the list of guys that... You know what? Even if it's just a little, they're still giving you something. And
0: Bagley's been showing why he... Because he got picked at too. A little bit. He kicked the Warriors' ass.
2: Because I know you want to talk about that game specifically. So what did you want to bring? I just want to bring up Bagley kicked their ass.
0: Bagley did kick their ass. I want to talk about how... They kept up with the Warriors. How... I think the Warriors were trying to put them to sleep with the big shots that they were hitting like Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. And they just wouldn't go down. They, they kept on taking the punches and I was like, man, that's, that's very impressive for a young team like them. And I, I was telling this to max when, um, probably like a day after that game happened. And I was, I was like, man, I was like, I think Buddy Hill would have hit that shot, man. If if, if he would have took it, but Me too. his, coach, <laughs> his coach, his coach shoot his ass out the play before his that. His coach got mad at him,
2: so he passed up an open shot for a spinning three sixty jump shot over mm-hmm. Kevin Durant.
1: Good coach. Here's here's what I want to know: what did the coach still a say good to coach, him? Though. I want to know what the coach said to him after that. Like, hey, man, that was a better shot. Good job. Or was it like, eh, well, yeah, you should have shot I it. think
2: he's a good X's and O's guy, he's, but he's tough. kind of he, in a weird position because one. He's fighting with the upper management, so I don't think he's going to be there because you can't fight with the GM and the owner and expect to keep your job. And he's openly talked about. He
0: kind of wants to leave. I mean, it's tough as a coach, though, to you know have that balance of, I mean, with today's NBA and what's actually a really good shot because, I mean, if you really look at it, besides the last three years, of all NBA history, basketball history it's a bad shot but
1: to knock down the, shooters though
0: i was deep, i'll take man.
1: that that was deep but it was literally deep had, it, and it, it would be different if he didn't just hit one not that long ago from that exact same spot it would be completely different i understand he passes up i know I, I i'm addressing what you're saying the, too the, the last like, yeah, three years
0: steph curry has made that re- a good shot definitely he, he 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 revolutionized the game of basketball I with agree. With the deep three ball. I agree. And, and that's, now that's changed kids, a lot of things. Kids all over the world and basketball players. It goes Go, all the way. It
1: goes against what we were taught of as kids. Exactly. I understand. So but, it's a
0: different game. So I understand why he got mad. It's just he has to find I, that balance of I, a player wanting to be great. <laughs> I, under,
1: I understand it as well. But he literally just hit one from that exact same spot not that long ago in that game and then passes up on it. If he passed up on it without me telling him anything as a coach, and he takes that 360 shot and misses it, as soon as the game ends, I go up to him and I'm like, hey, why don't you just shoot the shot that you just made like a minute ago?
0: Also, that's kind of, I don't think the coach said that. though. That's Uh, what
1: I'm saying. That's what I would say.
2: uh, Also, Juan, if this is your ploy to, you know, go be a pro person for a four-point line, I'm going to hit you. Because you're talking about all these deep shots. Mm-hmm. Um, the four-point line is stupid. Can, I, can, can we agree to that as a podcast really quick?
1: Maybe we agreed to that before already.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Four-point line stupid. 30-footer. It's not a bad shot anymore. It was just crazy to think it's about. It's not. But, but it, like I said, the coach is probably the co- old, old coach. He's not Luke Wall. And he's not like, yeah, let it fly, Lonzo. Mm-hmm. That'd be a bad shot for Lonzo. I'm not gonna he, lie. It'd be a bad buddy shot. But a healed, great
1: perimeter yeah, shooter. I'd live just with that made shot. the shot. Even if he misses it, it's gonna be a long rebound and that's anyone's rebound. It's a
0: great experience for him though. Because I bet you now he take he's gonna take the shot. I just
2: disagree with you thinking Dave Jogger's a great coach. He's not. I think he's an okay coach, but I think more of their more of their success has to do from the growth of everybody. I wouldn't say a great coach, but I think he's a good coach. I think he's solid. I think he's I think the biggest
1: thing about them, which is something that Max addressed earlier in the season, was the development and how good De'Aaron Fox has been. And when you got the kind of speed that De'Aaron Fox has in an era where you can't touch a basketball player, he's just going to be he's just blowing by people because of how quick he is and how much control he has of the basketball.
2: What's your most like what are you most impressed with with De'Aaron Fox? I'd like your opinion too, Juan.
1: His ability to get to those spots, like he just he gets to that little that little crevice in the mid range and just pulls up so fast before a defender can get to him. He just he's just shifty with the basketball on offense. You don't know if he's gonna pull up, if he's gonna shoot the three, if he's gonna go all the way. Like you have no idea.
0: I think he's always he's always had that since college. He's had that little in between game. Yeah, in between game change change of um direction and change of speed. You know what I mean. But I think the biggest thing is the the pick-and-roll game and being able to shoot off off the dribble, mm-hmm. a three-pointer. I think that's brought his game to a whole nother level. Because last year, you've seen defenders going under the screen.
2: The thing that impressed me the most about him is his attitude. I think what he brings attitude-wise, like he's a dog, and that's contagious. Like he'll get into people. And he, the way he plays, he plays hard all the time, and that's contagious to young teams, and that's what I like about him. Also, I like that he slows down. He's great change of pace, mm-hmm. which I yeah, really enjoy. Yeah, he's not like hundred miles per hour all the time. Once he he's kind of figuring out how to he's slow not it like down.
0: he's not like John Wall when he first came in the league. Like John Wall only had yeah. one speed when go. he came in. Go and he's it's a hundred.
2: Yeah,
1: Aaron Fox will like slow it down and he'll look and be like, oh, this is this is the time to go, and he'll just. And he's, he's still driving.
2: He's still you know driving a little fast. He's, he still goes hundred miles a lot. He's a second year player. I'm not gonna get mad at that. You know, and Bagley off the bench is big for them. He's a problem for today's NBA. He's six ten, hustle. High. He's like basically a high energy guy who has talent. It's crazy to watch. And I like Harry Giles. He's the best player in uh, high school basketball. Didn't play for three years because his knee. If they can get, if he get looks anything like the old Harry Giles, they got to steal.
0: I'm on the Kings' bandwagon. I like them. Uh, I'm rooting for them to act. Part of the game. reason why I don't think the Lakers are gonna make the playoffs because. The Lakers are counting on one of these teams to fold. I don't think, and they're I they're don't think fold. the Kings are gonna fold. Doesn't even the matter. Either. The
2: Kings aren't even in the playoffs. They're the ninth seed. That's how crazy the West is. Mm-hmm. Clippers thought we were. They were trying to tank. They should keep winning games. They don't <laughs> understand a the tank.
1: Um,
0: Their owner wants them to make the playoffs. It it's, wouldn't. It,
1: we can't. I can't talk about the Sacramento Kings without saying De'Aaron Fox. He's like as quick as a fox. I had, I had to make that. I made that last time. Every time I got to make that pun.
0: Quit foxing around. That was a better pun. <laughs> no, he has a show called Foxing Around on YouTube. Really? On his channel, yeah.
2: <laughs> I honestly had this awful pun for like, maybe they should buddy healed around or something. I don't That's know. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to move on after that awfulness.
1: They got this in the bag.
2: Stop. How trill.
1: <laughs> That's good. Bagel. Bagley. Nice. <laughs>
0: Man, he he said, "Why? No, 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 leave it in. Shut, up. Me.
2: Shut up. Leave it in. I'll see you. You're fired." Um, I think that's all we got. Yeah, I have some quick notes. Embiid's hurt. He played in the All Star game, that had a sore knee. Boban mm. hurt, and their best player Boban got hurt. Fastest guy, second fastest guy to a thousand points, because that means a lot.
1: It's it's just it's funny. It's entertaining to watch him in the post. Because literally all he does, he didn't even do a post move. He just turns around and just nerf balls it in the basket. As
2: fun as it is to watch him in the post, it's equally as painful to watch him have to move side to side. Who who looks like they're in more pain, him or Dirk?
1: Dirk. Dirk is actually in pain.
2: You know Dirk has a niece?
1: What's her name? Dirk. Nice. <laughs> We're going to throw that reference in there as much as we can.
2: Okay. Uh, we talked about Harden hardened streak ending. I think that's about it. Anything else you, wanna, you guys want to add? Were you impressed with Harden's streak? I know we're going back. We're circling back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd be impressed if 16 of his points weren't free throws. Well, more impressed. That's crazy, though. Sometimes he barely skated by. So, Who's going to win these? You asking me?
1: If I say Raptors twice in a row and you I'm can't. wrong. You can't. You already oh, used okay. that vote. Um, The Sixers.
2: I'm going with Raptors. i going with Milwaukee.
1: Ooh, I like it. We all have different picks. I think all three. Miritich
2: like, has been good for them.
1: I don't think it's going to be a runaway for anyone. Miritich is
0: a good player. They got is anyone they else stole. more excited
1: for the East and the West? I kind of want to see who comes out the East. It's going to be fun. We yeah, got some.
0: I just besides want, the like five teams.
1: Everyone's like, hey, LeBron's not here. We can do this. Nah,
0: no, I would say like four teams. You, you know, know got what, Danny? I that. will forgive you for picking the Raptors last year if you pick the
2: Pacers this year.
1: Sorry, Vic, Vic Oladipo's gone. They're so. doing good
2: without him. They're somehow yeah. Just, they're still winning. They uh, <laughs> Nate McMillan's a good coach. I'm gonna ask my one question before we get off. Most improved player of the year. Pascal Patrick, Siakam. Siakam.
1: Derrick Rose. Ugh. Jake Jake uh, Jake Layman.
2: I actually think Jake Lehman has improved a lot. I yes, was gonna go Pascal Siakam. Good picks. There was a video of this guy talking about, I can't believe they're going to have the 2011 MVP for most improved. And I was like, well, from where he was last year, yeah, he did improve a lot.
1: Can I ask a question since everyone else got Yeah, there? we're going to circle to Okay, you. cool. Thanks. Um, this is actually something I texted Max that I've thought about. It doesn't just involve this season, Same but it's involved. Not, it's not just him. It's players like him. It's just... Over the last, like, I don't know, for, for forever, there's always been players like this, but players like a Gerald Green who have, they got everything at their, at their disposal, you know, the guy is 6'6", 6'7", crazy athlete, he's proven that he can shoot the ball, maybe not consistently, but he can shoot the three ball, you know, he's got all this stuff, why isn't a guy like him able to average 20 points a game? And I'm sure there's a barrel of reasons. There's, and there's probably one different for each guy that we can think of like that. I used to think Carlos Lavert was like that. I used to think Carlos Lavert was you know six, seven, a guy that should be doing it all. He ended up doing it all. But then there's guys like Joe Green who don't get to that point, and it's like, why is it? Is it work ethic? Is it you know just they just can't be consistent? like like what what is stopping them from dropping 2025 20, a game?
2: What I'll say about Gerald is when he came into the league, he had an awful work ethic. That's why he was out of the league, because he didn't improve. And now, it's the only thing that's holding him back. He can't dribble for crap.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can't that get man shot. has no in between game no. at
2: all. And on defense, I just think it's effort—not effort, but just, some guys have a feel for defense. He doesn't have no feel. He's just an athlete out there playing defense. He's not a he doesn't have the best feel for it. And I don't think it has anything to do with his finger. I think he's <laughs> I, I, yeah, You I think asked you, me about yeah. his finger. I don't. I don't think it's his finger either. Yeah, I'm just, just throwing that out there as with a reason. His nub. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I, I I seriously used to think like dang Karstubbury it's like six 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 seven why why am I seeing this guy doing more stuff and then yeah this year and I'm like dang there it's you also, go
2: I think also part of it is some guys get trapped into like a role like Joe Green three D player he's not gonna have a lot of opportunities to ever showcase anything other than that even though you might work on it
0: yeah with a guy like Gerald Green I mean he's never he's never really been on a on a team where he can just you know steal the spotlight all to himself and be the superstar.
1: I think even if he could, that team would just be awful. Yeah, <laughs> because no. he wouldn't be able to do it.
2: Who else? Who else? Do you have this question about in the NBA currently?
1: In the NBA, current, I'd have to think about it. I feel it's like mostly there's, there's guys been, who just
2: are supremely like athletically gifted, right?
1: They're they're gifted athletically. They've shown glimpses of being able to have a jump shot. They just can't put it all together and make it consistent.
2: I think maybe part of it is they've relied on athleticism so much, and when you get to this level. You can't get by. Let's yeah, check. but
1: relying on athleticism, having the jump shot—it's like you have the toolkit in front of you to make this IKEA set, but you don't know how to put it all together. I would
0: say that—I would say that's—that's that's what separates the the great from the good players. I mean, I would say in basketball and in football, you come into the league, majority of of an athlete, and then you start playing, and you're like, okay, I'm good. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm very athletic. I can get away with it. But then there comes a certain point where your athlete, athleticism starts going down, and you got to use this up here, and you got to start using your IQ. One
2: is pointing to his head because this is not a video <laughs> podcast, so they will not know what you're
0: talking about. So yeah, you got to start watching film. You got to start watching players' tendencies because you can't rely on your athleticism all the time.
2: And there's a difference between watching film and understanding film. And that's mm-hmm. where I think a lot of like guys like Chris Paul, they watch it, they get it. Guys like Joe Green be like, oh yeah, I watch film. But they might not get it. Not an indictment of Gerald Green, I'm just using his for an example. I don't know how if he watches a lot of film. I can't answer that question. Only Gerald Green can.
0: I mean I can't I can't remember watching an interview with an NBA player saying it, but I know like a guy like Charles Woodson, he said like the first four years he was just going off pure athleticism. And then after that he was like, Oh shit, I gotta actually watch film and t- watch um guys' tendencies and actually learn how to play football instead of just relying on my athleticism. That's a good point, Lon. Love how you always find a way to get your beloved football. Not only that, I got a way to get a Raider in there, Charles Woodson. Well, Fair to goff. It's the only good thing you guys did this year.
1: <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening uh, to the Expansion Team Podcast. If you want to follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, you can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Expansion Team Podcast and on Twitter at Expansion Team 3. This is your boy Scoops, Laker Nation.
0: Yeah. Stop. There's only one nation, and that's Raider Nation. Laker Nation. Stop be Lake patient show. please be patient stop there's only one nation don't girls, be foolish. girls 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 don't be foolish both of you guys never use i nation. haven't said it stop i know you said it once in your lifetime laker nation stop america is my favorite nation united stop. nations there's one nation and that's raider <laughs> nation
1: you need help
2: uh <laughs> this is max signing off one's off the rails this lady has an eight i apologize oh, and uh Thank you guys for listening. Sorry, I've been a little crappy with the schedule. I'm not gonna lie, we're gonna we're gonna self scout. We haven't been doing as good with the scheduling, but we're gonna be better,
0: right, Juan? That's right. This is Juan signing out. Go Raiders. Not a nation.
1: Game to my so, I could earn the acres, the houses, yeah. the
2: horses. Of course, it's much greater than your Benz or your Lex. The engine, to my comprehension, is just too complex. Much too complex. Effects be live like dots, making moves down south to avoid the
0: chaos and never flaunt the coin, cause dime getters be gazing. They call me Luther Van, they say my style is so amazing. I'm phasing those who supposed to have the last actor. cause even when I'm gone, I'm reappearing in the after. I have to send respects to real money makers. Do not connect us with
2: those champagne systems money fakers takes the quarter pound with spike